Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What starts here changes the world. Well, I've got to admit, I kind of like it. What starts here changes the world. We are the music makers, and we are the dreamers of dreams. The average American will meet 10,000 people in their lifetime. I was handcuffed to another man from another tribe whose language I did not speak. Don't think. But if every one of you changed the lives of just 10 people, and each one of those people changed the lives of another 10 people, and another 10... We did not know each other, and we could not speak to each other, because if we could have spoken to each other, we might have been able to figure out what was happening to us. To every politician who is taking donations from the NRA, I believed them when they said they were sleeping on concrete floors. I believed them. Children being separated from their parents in front of an American flag. I believe them. And you can change the entire population of the world, 8 billion people. And if you're going to figure out what was happening to us, we might have been able to prevent it. If you think it's hard to change the lives of 10 people, change, change their, their lives, lives forever. forever. Well, that didn't happen. And here we are. I believe these women. You're wrong. I feel extremely lucky to, to be here with all of you fighting for justice, for equality, for the right for us to equally exist in this country. There were 329 uprisings, 257 cities within four and a half years. And neither Martin nor Fannie had any control over that. We might be headed to the promised land of speaking the truth and fighting our external liberty once we internally liberate ourselves. But their children were saved, and their children's children. Generations were saved by one decision, one person. But changing the world can happen anywhere, and anyone can do it. So what starts here can indeed change the world. But the question is, what will the world look like after you change it? Welcome to Public Access America. Make a stand. I know I did. Thank you very much. And may God bless us. And may God bless us. Yeah, I usually find that if I, if I make less coffee, I drink more soda. Interesting. Well, it just depends on what I'm, where I'm at mentally, if I'm exhausted or not. Yeah. But been, I was worn out for the last couple of days because I had to axe down a bunch of laurels in the backyard and running a chainsaw all day is exhausting. Yeah, for sure. People think it's fun, but it isn't because you have so to it, clean all that shit up. The chainsaw part's fun, but the cleaning it up is a pain in the ass. Well, the chainsaw part's fun until you're trying to chainsaw down laurels and then everything just cuts your arm to shreds. And, right. You know, it's and so we we've taken to calling that you know when you've done some work like that that gets you all cut up and you got to clean up at the end of the day. We call it a spicy shower because that's when you get to find all the cuts. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. Everybody loves a spicy shower. Mm. So, what what is bullshit? What is what bullshit? is what is bullshit? Well, so the question you have to ask yourself is, you know. What is what is bullshit? Misinformation versus disinformation, and you see this a lot. And intent is the biggest part of it. You know, for for those who don't know, you know, misinformation is you get something wrong and it spreads. It spreads like wildfire, but you didn't mean to get it wrong. It just is wrong. You know, you got the best information you could. Turns out that information was wrong. Yep. You see that a lot. It happens. But your intent was never to spread things that were wrong. Right, but it is 90% of what's going on. Disinformation is when you intentionally share things that are meant to be misleading, meant to be incorrect, meant to completely you know, sway your opinion one way or another. Yeah. So like, for example... You know, this article about, you know, the whole BLM organizer being a pedophile. Misinformation or disinformation? What would you say? Well, it's definitely created as misinformation, but it's being shared by people that just are dis- disinformed. 
I forgot the two choices. So misinformation is, is when you get something wrong accidentally and it spreads. Disinformation yeah, 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 yeah. is, is when you intend to spread information that oh, is yeah. incorrect. Then it's, it's definitely created as disinformation, but I think exactly. it's shared and shared by misinformation. Uh, I would say that that's definitely, you know, it's shared as misinformation, but it's yeah. classification is definitely disinformation. But I think that's an important separation because I think we're blaming each other for dis, disinformation when it's misinformation. We're not creating it, but we're sharing it with somebody. And when I find out that you're sharing disinformation with me, I call you somebody that shares disinformation when that wasn't your intent. And I think that's mm -hmm. the argue, the anger, the emotion behind these feuds that we have is, is mis, misdefining. The misdefining yep. each other and that's and and really you know the only way that you're going to know that somebody is sharing it you know with intent to make things worse is, is that if you know that the person is a racist like mm. in this in in the case of this if they're a racist and they want to paint you know black lives out to be a bunch of pedophiles and they're sharing that that shit on purpose well they're just but they're not doing it with, to, to disinform me they're doing it to inform me about who they are in a misinforming way. Their intent Remember, it's about intent. It's kind of like, it's yeah. when you look at murder, like you look at murder, remember, it's about intent. You can murder somebody, but you didn't intend to do it. And then right. you can murder somebody and you meant to do it. Like, you know, your aunt and uncle who, you know, really don't know their way around Facebook and they're just sharing something out that they saw because it shocked and horrified them. Yes. Definitely misinformation. But yes. your racist uncle who absolutely hates black people and is sharing it because he also wants you to hate black people. Disinformation. His intent is to make you hate people. But, but, but. His intent is to validate his own existence. He's sharing that it too. to say, to say, see, other people are like me, and so I take it as misinformation. He's not. I, he's not the guy trying to get my uncle to hate black people. He's the guy trying to tell you, hey, come on, we all hate black people, right? You well, know, that's, you, and that's but that's the that's the whole part is the the intent, right. you know? Yeah, and, and that's and that's really and that's really tough because. You know what intent means then is is that you have to go through a person's history, and mm -hmm. you have to sh you have to prove that that person is trying to get you to hate black people, that they're trying to get you to be in that realm of hatred, that their right. intention is to give you the wrong information so that way you become weaponized against, and and that's really what it is is that's the intent. Maybe it's I think, so hard. I think, that, I think they believe it though. That's the thing. It's, it's a vague subject racism. You can, Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? But if you were like, um, I'm going to put a theorem on my, on my Facebook and it's going to be incorrect, but I'm going to get you to believe that the conclusion, the, the, you know, the solution to my equation comes out incorrect. That would be like, more of a way that I could understand it, like a direct mm -hmm. lie. Like, and that's the only mm -hmm. way I can think of to these days. Like science is the middle ground, like in an acid, when you trip on acid, you look for something real. You remember something real and you hold on to that. For me mm -hmm. and all this science is, is my real. That's what I hold mm -hmm. on to. So, but, but so, so where you have the way that it's shared, that's where it gets really difficult to really classify it because you, yeah. that means you have to know the person, but we can classify the article itself. That is easier because like, for example, let's, you know, let's say that, you know, today's misinformation is, is that, you know, 20% of people are, are left-handed. Well, yes. that's, that's actually not correct. It's 10%. Only 10% of people are left-handed. Okay. But it's it wasn't put out there to be intentionally misleading. Hmm. Crazy, huh? Or Whereas, is, it a, is it a setup to get us to eventually hate the twenty percent of left-handed people and to see it in everybody to see it? Uh, more they than they, it tr is. they tried that in the Middle Ages. I know that's <laughs> why I'm saying it. I still have a bias against left-handed people. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying there's there's other, there's ways to see so many things, you know, and Absolutely. it blurs the it blurs the line of what a fact is. 
And if a fact is the letter A, and somebody says, yeah, but it's, it's, a, it's a Hebrew A, it looks different to me. And somebody else is like, yeah, but it's, a, it's not a capital A to me. That's how we get these variations on the fact, you know what I mean? It's like, you know, for example, you know, everybody sees that meme of what some person calls the, you know, they see the number six or nine laying on the ground. One person says six, the other person says nine. It's, it's all yeah. about perspective. Yeah. No, that's, that's, that's really not the case because it's about the intention. The way that the person would have written it, you know, is very much based on the orientation of how it was written at the time. That's right. Because, because let's, you know, let's be realistic. You know, if you were to take that number and write it out, like, like take your house number, for example, let's say that you live in um, like a, well, we'll just say 501. If you write it, depending on the style that you write it, let's say you're facing the street when you write it, 501, it looks like 501 to you, but when your mailman pulls up, it looks like 105. Yeah. Well, it's all about the intention. What was your, you know, if your intention was to be able to stand out in your driveway and look at your number, then you got it right. Yeah. But if your intention was to put it out there so that way when the mailman drives up and goes, oh yeah, hey, I'm at 501, you did it wrong. Yeah. And so really, you know, that's the misinformation part. Of and you take this. away all that context and it could say soy. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And, and, or you just keep, you just keep trying to, or you assign it, you know, crazy meetings like yep. 501 was the, the division that Hitler had sent into, you know, the Schwarzwald to right. pick up the not, you know, the alien bell that, okay. <laughs> what's between the lines of this 501. I can't get it. I can't, I, but, I wanna be, but I want to be the first to know so I can tell everybody I was smarter and figured it out. And, and that's the, and that's the thing is, is that, you know, each, you know, everybody wants to be the smartest person in the room Yeah. until they realize what the burden of being the smartest person in the room actually is. Yeah. Like having to back up the things that you're saying is insanely difficult and it's yes. time consuming. And, and as you pointed out, we're busy people. We want to be told, you know, whether we should vote red or blue Republican right. or Democrat conservative or liberal. We don't want to actually have to think about, what it is that you know we stand for or what it is we do or don't want right we want to make be me told. a bad person and and unfortunately you know in the eyes of whatever sounding board you're a part of if you're on the left side hey great you're a good person if you're on the right side you're a terrible person and vice versa depending yeah. on where you end up but that's the duopoly the thing that says we don't we want to keep you as far away from their opinion as possible and so we're going to scare you into not not even listening to them. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. we're just going to scare you and keep you as far on the right and far on the left as possible. But that's not where people are when they when you take away when you take away the politics construct of it. If you didn't put a letter next to somebody's name, if it was just a Biden and a Trump and not a Republican Trump and a you know what I mean? Right. You would see it as a different argument, but we don't because the duopolies put their letter. It's like a, it's like the Nike emblem against at mm -hmm. everybody. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. So here you go. Here's another great article. This was actually one that my mom sent me. Um, you know, because we've, you know, every every place had their protests, and in the at the end of May, beginning of June, there was, you know, a lot of protests out there. There was a lot of, you know, Ooh. damage that had been done to yep. the community. Uh, to communities out wide, but here where I live, that wasn't necessarily the case, but she sent me this article asking, you know, Hey, is this true? And wrote about how, you know, protesters had completely destroyed downtown that there was, you know, basically it looked like a third world country and they were attacking the mayor's house and this, that, and the other. And, oh yeah. I mean, okay. it looks horrible and terrifying, but, for my mom living out in Montana, you know, in, in a conservative bastion where it's very quiet and peaceful. And she's like, Hey, are you guys living in this war zone? And at the time, right. you know, I read the article and I was like, Oh my God. It's like, okay, where do we start? It's like, so where would you, where would you think is the best place to start? If you saw an article like that, I've got, you know, 
I got that I got all of that in bits and pieces. And the part that upset me most was that they were attacking the mayor's house. Sounds awful, right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's terrifying, but if you wanted to actually find out is, is the source of your news actually a source of news? Where would you start? Um, yeah, that's the great question. And this is where I get lost. I try to look at the link source because I, I try and look at the link because generally the link is extended or it's just goes on forever. And you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I try and look in the words in the link to look for words that aren't normal to me. So, so where I tell people to start is visit the website and look for an about us section. Oh, yes. And right there, they will tell you a lot about who they are. Like, for example, we're oh, committed yeah. to, you know, the conservative side of the truth. Okay, so you've already told me what your confirmation bias is. Right. So that means that everything that's going to be on that site is going to be things that are skewed. Which, if you're going to call something news or fact, it can't be skewed. Can't I agree. Be. And that's, and that's where you find all of these traps currently is, is that, you know, Mm. people want a news source that caters to them. Well, that's the problem with news. If it's actually news, it doesn't cater to anybody. Right. It's like a fact. It's like science. It's like, it can only be disputed by other facts and other science. We'll get into fake news and science as well, because there's some, there's some stuff that people need to be known, known to. So so start with the about us. If they're talking about, you know, that they're dedicated to animal rights action or climate change action only, or, you know, because even though these are things that might resonate with us, what ends up happening is it ends up playing on that whole appeal to emotion. Mm-hmm. It's drawing on some of our basic desire to fit into a certain segment of society. We want we want things that you know make us feel warm and fuzzy and safe. Sure. We don't like having we don't like having news that attacks our very being. It in fact, there's a lot of really good research that says that you know when we're shown to be wrong in our ideals, we register in the same way that we register being physically attacked. Yep, I believe that. And so that's a that's a very huge problem as it is. I mean, because I put on Fox News and it hurts my head so bad. It, it freaks me out that that fa- one of those facts might be right or that I might start believing something wrong. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so when you start with a website and the first thing that they're telling you is that they're dedicated to Christian news or Mm -hmm. conservative news or liberal news or climate or animal or this or that Mm -hmm. or the other right then and there, what you can pretty much start to narrow down is, is that whatever their articles are written as they're written from a point of view of most likely a confirmation bias, right? A bias, right? So from there, that means that whatever you're going to try and tease out as fact is going to be, you know, you're going to have to actually sit down and really do your research Yes. because, because while, while it sounds great and wonderful or it's super sensational sensationalized and you've got to know it really isn't actually news. Right. It's there might be a kernel of truth in there. And with the article that I asked you about, at that time, a window got broken out of City Hall and somebody spray-painted a cab on the mayor's house. Mm. And a dumpster got rolled out in the middle of the street and lit on fire. That was it at that time. Right. Now, granted, the protests have extended and there's been a lot more broken windows and things like that. But at that point in time, that, it didn't look like a war zone downtown. Right. It, you know, it, didn't even, you know, it didn't even really look like there had been much of a protest at that point. You know, outside of people congregating every night at around four to five o'clock. Yeah. But, you know, as time has worn on, basically what ended up happening is, you know, rather, you know, you were given two options, you know, actually sit down with your community and decide how you should change policing and community accountability and this, that, and the other, or double down on your efforts and the, they chose to double down on their efforts. And well, here's where we are in yeah. places like Portland and Seattle and Kenosha and, yeah. and all these other cities. You squeezed on the toothpaste tube too hard. 
And now mm-hmm. it all shit's all coming out, you know? Right. You know, communities do should get to decide on how they police, you know, what their policing looks like. And, mm-hmm. and which is why I tend to say that, you know, the ruling class tends to make decisions that allow themselves to stay in power, yeah. which is why there haven't actually been real conversations about what changing community policing looks like. Well, because the, that's ru- a, the ruling class is the one making the laws that, you know, exactly they're not gonna make a law that restricts themselves you know what i mean exactly but 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 getting back to the news side of it so if you know that the the site is going to come from a source of bias from Mm -hmm. the beginning then from right then and there it's you pretty much can count out whatever you're gonna read it's not gonna it's not gonna be worthwhile it's it's going to be grossly exaggerated or anything like that, but you can keep going in. So where they talked about the mayor being attacked. Okay. Spray painting a cab on somebody's house. I'm sorry. It's annoying, but attacked, not attacked, vandalized, vandalized. Yes. It's not like somebody pinned the mayor down and sprayed a cab, uh, spray painted a cab on her. Yeah, But that's what I pictured them surrounding exactly pitchforks and fire and like, attacking him, pulling him out of his house and attacking him. That's what yeah, I imagined. Yeah, it, it, it sounds terrifying. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, that, you know, all of these businesses had, you know, had their windows broken out and boarded mm-hmm. up and this, that, and the other. And at that point, that one window had been broken out of city hall. Yeah. Mm, that's, that's an exaggeration. So there you go. Point number two on how this is wrong. And a dumpster got lit on fire. Yeah. Ooh. I mean, if if 2020 was a candle, it would be a porta potty on fire. Right. But here's my question, and I thought about it immediately when you described the situation, and it is an issue, is that, yes, maybe the mayor's house got vandalized, and maybe the dumpster got set on fire two days before. And maybe all of this stuff happened on a timeline that's being altered. Like, you're, Mm -hmm. you're taking all the facts afterwards and Mm -hmm. then re-manipulating them to create uh, you know a a week's worth of events to make it sound like it happened in a night right right yeah consolidating it all into an event and and that and that's you know what you call error by omission Mm. you know when you look up when you look up these events to find out what has happened you'll typically see this stuff written somewhere within one site or multiple sites and the question is is where is that you know where is that coming from are you hearing it from news reports on a radio station are you hearing it from news reports written in you know mainstream public media are you are you seeing any posts from people that live in the area like those are things that you know when when you see a claim and you research that one claim are you actually seeing that pop up in multiple places multiple right. multiple places that you would potentially consider credible if you see it on twitter from somebody unverified i start looking for it from somebody <clears throat> verified and then if i see it from somebody verified i'm looking to see what the source is that yeah so it's well a, even it's, if they're unverified I mean? I mean let's say that that person actually does live in the town of olympia washington sure you know, the quite you know, it's hard to kind of get verified as just your everyday average citizen well, that course. lives there. But then you're looking at the hashtag they're using and you see in the group of people mm-hmm. with the hashtag and yeah, if they're all local then you know to go but even then then I'm looking for a verified source like the Olympia. The Olympia right. or the newspaper or the news source in Olympia to figure mm-hmm. out if all the newspapers are are also, you know. Exactly. And, and, and that's the trick is, is that if it's only showing up on one site, Mm -hmm. chances are you're looking at fake news. If you're seeing the same thing posted across multiple sites, if you have multiple Google entries of the same thing, Mm -hmm. chances are you're looking at something that is probably not bullshit. Okay. Given the sources. Because there yep. was this thing you, you mentioned, which was bots, and bots will show it 150 times to drive it up in the Google rankings. So you might see, you might see a bunch of that. Like I was saying, pedophile has just been coming around for a month. Like nobody mm-hmm. was saying pedophile. I mean, Pizzagate, yeah, and Epstein. But it seems like now every argument is, oh, you're a liberal. You must be a pedophile pedophile he's a pedophile oh that guy's he's a pedophile too pedophile 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 it's like to me 
Russians just figured out how to spell the word pedophile. You know what I mean? Or that it's, you know, absolutely triggering to Americans. Right. And so that's the word that every fake news is. And so I look at that when I see this term used like more and more and more, it discredits the term for me because I know it's being force fed into the conversation. It's not natural. You know what I mean? It just doesn't. Right. It's, it's being thrown into different arguments that have nothing to do with the argument. You know, like you want to take my guns, pedophile. No, what? You know what I mean? What? And that's, that's the thing is when they try and use these keywords, just that don't fit somewhere, you know? No, I mean? it doesn't. It doesn't. And, 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 but that's, once again, it's about appeal to emotion. Mm-hmm. Pedophile is the word pedophile is an appeal to emotion argument yeah. because if you ain't a pedophile, it, you, you pretty much, you know, you take a very emotional stance on it real quickly. Well, yeah. And I would say that pedophiles hate being pedophiles too, but the word racist, the word Antifa, the word black mm-hmm. lives matter. These are all things I have to tell people daily. Antifa is a thought process. It's not an organization. There is no head of Black Lives Matter. It's a group of people aiming towards a goal. You know, like the Boogaloo Boys, they might have a guy that's more more enthusiastic, but the thing is is that they're not really organized that way. It's like, let's go out and all wear the same shirt, but it's not like one guy is like, this is our plan for every Boogaloo Boy in the country. You right, I mean? and the Boogaloo Boys, that's been a funny one, because are there racists or white supremacists that are Boogaloo Boys? Probably. Probably. But as, uh, but most of them are freaking meme lord trolls on the conservative side. Maybe. I you don't know? know much about them, but they're the, they're I know the a few. I know, I know a few people that like to call themselves Boogaloo Boys, but like, like the scariest they are is, is that they're like, we need to completely defederalize the United States of America. I'm like, okay, that's very nice of you. Yeah. Good, you know, let me give you a pat on the back and wish you the best of luck. I mean, cause that ain't going to happen. Right. Um, but it's, you know, but that's the thing. That's, there isn't a head of the organization no. of Antifa. It just means anti-fascist. And a lot of people say, yeah, we don't like fascists because they believe that Donald Trump is a fascist. And so, they're anti-fascist, but that doesn't mean Hillary Clinton has got a sword and she's leading the army of anti-fascists, you know what I mean? If anything, Hillary Clinton is probably in the same scale of fascism. Well, that's what we can say is that Joe Biden, Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, Mitt Romney, they're all the same version of the Manchurian candidate. They're Exactly. They're, they're all the same form of thing. Even Bernie Sanders is just the most outrageous he's the he's the rick that's the most rick out of all the ricks (laughs) yeah exactly and and so like you look at all of this stuff you look at all of these news sites and it's just absolutely crazy now here's where it starts to get really hard when you're identifying fake news because places like you know these websites that say we're committed to you know exposition on the news they make it easy for you to look at them and say yeah no that's totally fake news right but what about sites that are a lot harder to discern yeah i mean without you know let's just talk to the, the to the person of average technical ability yeah, you know how to you know how to go to your favorite websites. You know how to write an email. Yeah, you occasionally do some stuff on Word. That's you cl- and you, you send some yeah. pictures on Facebook. That's you, it. You click a friend's link here and there. Yeah, it's not. You're what you're 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 not someone who's versed in doing research on mm. the internet, like you know, like some of the people that I know. Right. You know, really, you know, then you're starting to look at where are these places located? Are are there where are their IP addresses? Yes, that's what I'm trying to get at with the web address. You know, I look at that first to see where it is, where, you know, because I don't want to click on a phishing thing and just suddenly get, you know, now I'm infected. So there's a site called Who Is, and what they are is they they track. Uh, domains and websites so that way you know like you know who actually has registered the site where the servers are what their ip addresses are all of that fun stuff that's neat so so you it's a site that 
most, a lot of people use when they're trying to figure out, you know, who's, where their traffic is coming from. Because, you know, if you have a website and you're seeing these IP hits, you can find out if they're coming from the United States or if they're coming from Russia or China or sure. India or Brazil like or whatever. And it's, and it's great because, you know, not, a lot of the times what you're finding out is, is that there, these are bots that are trying to hack your website and yep. get into it that way. But also too, like if you have people that are legitimately trying to visit your site, you know you can you can if you have more in-depth analytics on your site you can see how long they're staying on your site right. and what they're doing but if all you have is an address like a domain then you can look up that domain and see where it's registered That's now important. this so you can see that some of these websites are registered in china and russia <laughs> right. okay so right there you should be looking at taking whatever is there with a grain of salt because it's not that there isn't legitimate news sources in Russia. You also have to remember that their, that their environment is very much state controlled media. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's a very difficult side of things. Um, they also have some independent stuff, you know, that they're trying to counter like the state controlled media with, but you have to take that all with a grain of salt. Right. Um, and and like I said, Russia doesn't mind giving you the truth. They just give it to you so fast that it's hard for you to absorb or you absorb it and move on so fast that it's no longer an issue. Right. So who is, is a great area for you to look up domains and, and IP addresses? Yeah, I it's, think I'm going to put that in the description portion of this episode so everybody can um, use that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, because that's important. You know, knowing where your traffic is coming from, if you can figure out where your traffic is coming from, that's really important. Mm -hmm. But now, uh, if you haven't seen, you know, the news this week yet, what they what they came to find out, or last week, or it was maybe it was a couple of weeks ago, but it was about where you know the Senate had been looking at the Russian involvement in the elections. Yep. And what the Russians actually did was something pretty smart: is that they started buying server space in the United States. So that makes it even harder yet to figure out, you know, where is this stuff actually coming from? And from there, you know, you pretty much have to be at law enforcement level in order to sit down and figure out, you know, when they're posting these articles, where is this information coming from that's being posted? Is it being posted from within the U S or is it the language they're using? The, the, the enunciations that are in involved in the actual writing, you have to read the article, not just the headline. And they're even working on using Americans to write this stuff. Now this election. Well, that's where that's where the news came in this, this week is, is that there was a guy who had been part of a Russian news news uh, site mm. that was based in the United States. And this dude, you know, was literally writing articles at 200 bucks a pop because he's a journalist that didn't have a job and you know, money's money. Right. And so this is one of those things where it's like, how do you tell people, you know, that if they're a journalist not to do their job as a journalist? And that also lends to the question of, are they actually doing their job as a journalist or are they doing the job that the money commands? And is there a freedom in speech that allows all of this to happen and it's only inappropriate, not illegal? Well, and that's, and that's the, that's the greater issue is, is that, you know, when you, with the First Amendment and freedom of speech, you know, you can write whatever it is that you pretty much feel like until, yeah. it's, a, until it's an incitement to violence. Or it peters out and nobody, nobody catches on to that rhetoric, you know. And that's, and that's what happened. You know, in 2016, you saw like these, you know, very in-your-face, bold, grandiose, you know, sites that you know turned out to be operated from russia right they're trying some different stuff now where it's more under the radar operated by shell companies and people that don't actually exist right. and it's very toned down but it's not getting the same traction as it, it did. yeah it's not as popular right and and that's partially because you know uh big tech organizations are taking a harder stance on, on that sort of stuff. Yeah. I wouldn't necessarily say that it's people fishing out what is and isn't news. It's people being able to, it's, it's what they have access to. Yeah. Now, you know, 
when it comes to whatever you're seeing trending and floating around on Facebook and Twitter and all that other fun stuff, you know, Reddit bots are tough to come by. And, you know, it's unfortunately the average user just doesn't have, um, they just don't have access to see where a user is posting from. And even then, you know, what, what you'll find out is, is that, um, a lot of those bots, they use VPNs and they are actually, you know, their IP address is changing constantly. So you'll see, you know, they'll post a few different things. And unless you're on the backside of that system, you'll see that they'll post from one IP address that's located in Russia, then in China, then Brazil, then France, you know, then Canada. And there you go. If someone is somehow magically posting all of these, you know, articles from different IP addresses, chances are, you know, what they're posting is most likely fake news because they're using something to try and get around a system. Sure. So detecting fake news is a lot of the times, especially the stuff on Facebook tends to be pretty easy because you have a site that you can go to and you can look at what they're about. And the moment that you see that they have a bias, which unfortunately in the era from 2016 on, you know, people are looking for sites that talk about Trump in a favorable light. And people are looking for news that talks about Trump as being Hitler incarnate. Mm -hmm. You know, people are drawn to that stuff. They want their sounding board. And what I contend is, is that if those are the sites you're visiting, you're part of the fake news problem. Yes, I agree. Because this is all the CNN Clinton life just with trump now we've just replaced the clinton version of cnn with the trump version of cnn so the keyword mm-hmm. is trump 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 and then it's just the echo chamber of trump did this melania did this you know and, and it just goes melania did this melania did this through through the shows every hour block it's the mm-hmm. same news until it organically turns into something else which turns into something else but it all captures our attention and most of it is useless, and most of it is opinion, you know? And now now you get into the really fun stuff, the whole deep web and dark web side of things. Mm-hmm. How do you know what's real and what's not there? QAnon is probably far one of my favorites in that the information that QAnon has doesn't exist anywhere outside of QAnon. So that, that means that you need to believe one of two things most of the time. Number one is is that it's a bunk conspiracy theory group that operates on the fringes of society, if you're into the binary. Yep. Or that somehow that they have this greater access to the truth that all of these other sites and places don't have. That's right. And that makes absolutely no sense. No. You know, there's probably a grain of truth in each of these. Like, maybe they got something that, you know through a different channel that someone else didn't possible highly unlikely. Like remember you're dealing with probabilities here. The probability that one of these sites has something that some of these other major sites don't have is extremely low. Yeah. I mean, the reality is, is that when you look at like these information dumps, QAnon is not really an information dump. It's, it's a conspiracy theory dump Mm -hmm. that doesn't necessarily base a whole lot of itself. In fact, right. But think of another information dump that absolutely was based in reality, in fact. The Panama Papers. Mm. Because those were files that were hacked from uh, the, what was it, Fonseca, I think was the company. I think we talked about this and the Panama papers. Those are actually real documents because the company got hacked. Their stuff got stolen and then it got posted and Fonseca had no choice, but to admit to the fact that they had been hacked and that all of this stuff was real and they were trying to cover their asses as fast and as hard as they could. Gotcha. And it led to a lot of revelations as to how people, store their money offshore to avoid paying taxes. That's because that's what this firm did. And it was people who were Republicans, people who were Democrats, people who were citizens, people who weren't. And, and 
it led to uh in the u.s it led to a few arrests because that information got verified man and they were all and pedophiles no no pedophiles just just <laughs> sorry just 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 tax evaders which the government hates more yeah of course they want your money they could give a shit if you're a pedophile well they are pedophiles every single one in the government right yeah government looking at themselves while hunting for pedophiles right and that's hyperbole that's me being sarcastic and making a joke but you don't understand what sarcasm and jokes is so you're taking that as fact (laughs) but it's not fact right i mean don't get me wrong i think that there's probably a pedophile or two in the government but i don't think that they're all pedophiles no not at some form like i told this guy did hillary clinton eat babies in the basement of a pizza parlor no there's no basement but if you had said she was eating them in front under an umbrella i would have said maybe you know what i mean most likely no but at least it'd be credible right it'd be yeah you would have you would have gotten some of the facts correct now was well, she that was like there, you know well that was like one of the one of the ones that's been circulating from qAnon about how trump had cut ties with epstein in 2004 Actually, no, he didn't distance himself until right before Epstein got sentenced. And he still hasn't distanced himself from Elaine Maxwell, who he hopes is a good person and gets who, a fair Who he deal. wishes well, right? right? You know, pedophiles are bad, but, you know, we're wishing a you know child trafficker well. Sure, that right. sounds great to me. I wonder why that would be. You don't want her to be upset with you. You don't want her to spill the beans about anything. You know what I mean? Or See, if, if I were the government, I would be treating her like the life of luxury she's used to. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that, you know, she should uh, get off easy. No. But if my choice is to catch one pedophile versus catch a thousand pedophiles. Yeah. I want to catch a thousand pedophiles. Yeah. That's right. And child traffickers. Especially if they're Democrats and Republicans and part of this conspiracy. (laughs) Right. Which, I mean, it's possible. Yep. It's, it's all like and that's the thing is it's that it's about the realm of possibility and the realm of possibilities is that not everybody in the government is a pedophile and also too like like this other site you know like this other piece like there was you know something about you know all of these people were at epstein's island and then you, you go down the list and each person that's on that list they were all democrats now when you look at something like that that's way too convenient you know that whole uh, if what you're if what you're reading is too good to be true, it probably is. And if somehow magically the entire list of people on your pedophile list are all Democrats, it, let's let's think about that one for a second. Are they actually all pedophiles, or is it fake news? And balance of probability is going to say it's fake news. <laughs> because yeah. that's that's the reality is is that you know the the balance of probability that every democrat in the house and the senate is a pedophile is extremely unlikely that's right that's right that's the way i feel about it but if you were to tell me that there were two democrats and one republican that were a pedophile i'd probably be like yeah that sounds about that sounds yeah. like it could be possible and the other part of that is who's sharing these these things like I noticed there's there's little girls in the middle of in the middle of nowhere in a trailer park in the woods that are so sure they understand that this conspiracy is real and they know and they're telling you but they have no fact at all you know mm-hmm. and that's the problem is who is it that's verifying for these stories with no information you know what i mean what what document do you have or what video or what audio recording who who do you have that can corroborate evidence right you know like like in this QAnon thing that was going around about the whole trump trying to be the good guy in this whole epstein thing the they keep referencing pb uh pbsco or pb uh pbcso or no it's pbso uh pbsco and if you look up PBSCO, it only appears in one place, QAnon. Hmm. But you know what they're trying to reference? Where no Epstein was held. Palm Beach Sheriff's Office. There is no PBSCO. PBSO uh, is Palm Beach Sheriff's Office. 
Interesting. Somebody is trying to, you know, Palm Beach County Sheriff's Office, but they completely flipped it, number one, and that's not how PBSO is identified. Hmm. So right there, you know, it's a small little thing. But if that little phrase, which has been propagated a million times, is only found in one place, chances are you're looking at fake news. Right. Because PBSCO doesn't exist. Palm Beach Sheriff's Office, PBSO does. Right. But I keep thinking to myself, if, if I'm somebody that's the audience for this news, and I know, I know that I'm not as smart as the article, Maybe I should reach out to somebody that is as smart as the article or not take it as fact. Like you can keep it in your mind and it's a fun thing to share when you're drunk at a, you know, at a place, but Epstein means are a great thing to share when you're sober or drunk. But I mean, the thing is, is I have a certain level of intelligence and I reach out to my friend Dan about some things because he's more educated in certain directions or you because you're more educated, but I don't assume that I'm so smart that I got the information that's going to change the world. You know but what the, I mean? You know what I mean about that, that? That goes down to sociopathy though. Like these are people who think they're the smartest person in the room that, you know, they, they truly know everything. Like they're, they're the people who know all the cures, know all the fixes, know all the ailments. Uh I mean, I bitch about the government being what it is, but if you ask me how I would fix it, it's like, well, I have Mm. an idea on how I would do it, but I couldn't tell you whether or not it's the right way to do it. Right. But that takes opinion into fact. This is what I believe. So that's what I know. And since I know it, it is reality. And since it's reality, you should believe it. Mm Mm-hmm. And, and, and really, you know, it, it also boils down to, you know, Dunning-Kruger, if you know what that is. No idea. Look up Dunning-Kruger. You'll enjoy it. It's a great Wikipedia article. But basically the research is, is that some people are just too stupid to know that they are too stupid. Interesting. And, that's, and that really is the case, is, is that, you know, there's an education limit where people are too dumb to understand that they are too, you know, to, they are too dumb yeah. to get whatever it is that they're working with. Because I always say, if somebody's trying to trick you, they're tricking you based on their intelligence level, not yours. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so if you're smarter than me, I'm probably going to fall for it. But if you're not, if you don't think you're smarter than me, don't try and trick me because it's going to be obvious, you know? Right. So, so, you know, look at what, you know, when it comes to bullshit, look at, what it is you're seeing and try to find it in other places. If it's only showing up in, in one place or in all these other off topic, off blog news sites that have some type of bias listed in them. Yeah. And it's probably not real. If there is anything that is real about it, there might be a kernel of truth, but there again, you're going to have to do your research to sit down and understand that. Okay. You know, the person that was the BLM organizer, he did get arrested for being a pedophile. That really is the kernel of truth to all of it. Okay. But the rest of it are exaggerations and um, appeal to emotion attacks. Right. And I want to just say then it's risk reward for me, for the audience, for the, for the person absorbing that news. If it doesn't really affect your life, and you don't know if it's real, maybe keep it in mind, but don't share it as if it's fact because we need to clean mm-hmm. this shit up. And so mm-hmm. we, basically I, I, you're going to end up with, you're going to end up with one or two routes, either big tech's going to start cleaning it up for you, which you're going to start screaming about being censored and first yeah. amendment rights and blah, blah, blah. But that right. doesn't actually apply when you're on a business's platform. The government can't censor your right, That's but right. businesses can. Yes. And that's why they, they give contracts to private businesses because then you don't have to have the stats for the prison system. If it's a private one, they don't have to agree to tell you about what funding is going to Lockheed Martin about some airplane. They can just dump money into the project and never have to Mm -hmm. tell you shit. Exactly. So it's fake news is a really difficult thing to detect when yeah. you don't know where to start. 
but even when you do know where to start, you, you have to understand the fundamentals of the written language about what they're, what they're trying to do. Most of the time, the, the news as we know it is pretty boring. It's like, yes. Here's a bunch of facts. This is what's happened. Here's all the people that saw it happen. Here is the documentation from the police. Here's this, that, and the other. Here's the governmental minder that's, you know, saying X, Y, and Z about it. And it's, it's so bland and so dry. There's no emotion behind it. And that's kind of the way it's supposed to be. Yeah. But when it, but when it starts tugging at the heartstrings and, you know, gets you mad and angry and, you know, you start to look at things irrationally, then the question is, is how are they writing it and how is it affecting you? Sure. And then you start to look at, you know, are the things that they are claiming in that article actually true? What sources do you have that actually showcase that this has really happened? You know, and when you look at it, is what they said that happened the same as what's in whatever report or other source that you find? Because if you're finding conflicting reports, it's not usually because, you know, there's, different information out there that only I have access to. It's usually because somebody's exaggerating it and they're trying to get you worked up about something. And I want to say like, this is part of what public access America did. I noticed that Donald Trump would be very calm and give his speech. And then about halfway through, he would start acting like crazy as fuck. And I noticed that like parts of his parts of his answers were on one channel, but then when you go to Fox, it's just the very calm beginning answers and I realized he's playing both sides that way. You know what I mean? So sometimes if you find a kernel of truth, try and read the whole timeline and see where mm-hmm. what it is. Try and find the whole story. Don't just mm-hmm. read the headline and say, well, I know the answer. Because mm-hmm. the truth, the devil's in the details, right? I can make up a headline about everything. And in fact, I did a couple times in this episode. So, mm-hmm. I, you know, the different ways that could happen. And we're just an opinion outlet. We're not a news outlet, but I, it, it, it's based on our integrity. You're mm-hmm. and I integrity, whether we offer you truth or not, all of that could have just been bullshit. You know what I mean? <laughs> and that's the glory of bullshit is, is that, you know, yeah. when it's, when something's bullshit, you know, for people who are not actually truth seeking, as long as it resonates with you, yeah. then it doesn't matter if it's true or not because you're using emotion to illogically latch onto something. You know, whereas when I look at the media, you know, whether it's ABC, NBC, CBS, CNN, Fox news, I see, I see a bunch of bullshit anymore because, you know, there is, you know, whether or not people want to believe it, there is an agenda to some of the left sides media. Yeah, of course. You know, they, they, they have their narratives that they want to push to their general viewership of you know, because that's, that's the, that's what has sold eyes to their station. Just like Fox news has their own bias and, and bullshit that sells eyeballs to their news station. That's right. That's right. And, and, and really, you know, when you look at the quote unquote, you know, when you look at the nightly news, you know, the, the, your three times a day news, even that has degraded a bit into opinion. I mean, you saw it with Brian Williams being like, I was there in Iraq. Actually, no, you weren't. And it, and it cost him. It happened to Dan Rather too, where he yep. made up some shit and it cost him his job. And to me, that's what should be happening with news yes. is when you have stuff like that happen and you have to get rid of somebody. That is, that's exactly what needs to happen is, is that, if the media doesn't start cleaning up their stuff first, all that's going to do is be fuel for all of these other sides mm-hmm. that are going to post all of their own bullshit yeah. that people are going to share at light speed because they can, and it's there. And they, you know, the average person isn't going to take the time to understand whether or not this irrational feeling that they got from reading a news article is actually real or accurate right? or even reported anywhere else. Yeah. And a lot of times it's, 
my mom told me if somebody's insisting you believe them, most likely it's a lie. So it's in the it's in the pressure to believe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trust times, me. Yeah, trust me. Trust me. Trust me. Honesty. If somebody's, if somebody's telling you to trust them. Just don't trust them. You know what we're I mean? We're the trusted news source. We're we're honesty mm. and integrity and dedicated to the truth. And it's like, yep. mm, right there, you've just said all the things that make me. It's kind of like when someone says, well, speaking, you know, honestly speaking, it's like, what? So you're speaking to me dishonestly before? Right. Your only source. I'm your only source. In my honest opinion. Okay, right. so the rest of it was bullshit? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but that's that's picking at words, and we didn't even get mm-hmm. into that. We've been doing this for three hours, and we haven't right. even discussed the form of writing that changes the word they right. to, a, to a he to eliminate one of the options to make it sound like everybody, but yet it was just one person. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and like the manipulation of wordplay. Uh, man, oh, that, yeah. That's just a whole other form of manipulation. You know what I mean? Right. Exactly. And, 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 and that's the trick is, is that you have to understand the English language and how it's written and you have to be able to sit down and spend some time researching some of this stuff because in the end, you know, much like, you know, what we're about to do in us in 60 days is we've, you know, you have to sit down and do your research and find out whether or not, what you're going to subscribe yourself to is mm-hmm. as real and factual as you can get. Right. And if you don't do that, I mean, you're just voting blind. You're just going in blind, believing whatever is going to be there on a piece of paper. Yeah. And, you know, much like our parents told us at the advent of the internet, don't believe everything you read. Yeah. It's now gotten to the point where people are literally believing everything that they haven't read. That's right. <laughs> and that's crazy. Right. And I honestly think it's like taking cover behind two rocks. You know, there's mm-hmm. a gunfight going out there and they're, they're telling us that if we step out from behind our blue rock or our red lock, we're going to get shot. You know what I mean? And the, right. the truth is, is we're all sitting in center and we're just, we're just listening. It's like being mm-hmm. a fan of Rachel on the friends or Ross on friends. You know, it's mm-hmm. not as bad as we think it is. We're all in the center except for some of those extreme polarizing beliefs but we all want what's good and best and equality for all of us we just want to make sure we don't lose it in the process exactly and and really you know until until we stop taking this whole stand of us versus them because the the us the us are americans and the them are americans that's right and until and until we stop this whole like trying to go extreme left and extreme right bullshit within the media and news this doesn't get better exactly exactly we're all on the same team it's just somebody else wants us to believe that we're not you know i posted Mm -hmm. i posted on twitter if you want to matter m-a-g-a let them know they matter blm because if the MAGA people realized that they weren't fucking racist and the blm people realized that the MAGA people weren't gonna kill them they could join forces and fuck shit up. You know what I mean? It would be a giant group. And so mm-hmm. we got to think about unifying to protect ourselves, not dividing ourselves to give ourselves less power. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, it, and it comes down to, you know, finding, you know, the true neutral side of facts That's and right. understanding that, you know, exaggerations and ad hominems and, all of these other, all of these other logical fallacies have done nothing but hurt us. That's right. It's fucking crazy. Hey, Jeffrey, thanks for being here. We got to do this again soon. Absolutely, it was enjoyable. Yeah. To those who would tear the world down, we will defeat you. This is our moment. This is our time. To those who seek peace and security, we support you. Yes, we can. And to all those who have wondered if America's still burns as bright tonight we prove once more that the true strength of our nation comes not from the might of our arms or the scale of our wealth but from the enduring power of our ideals democracy liberty opportunity and unyielding hope let me tell you something you already know the world ain't all sunshine and rainbow it's a very mean
and nasty place, and I don't care how tough you are, it will beat you to your knees and keep you there permanently for letting you, me or nobody, is going to hit as hard as life. Ask not. Yes, we can. What your country can do for you. I have a dream. Ask what you can do for your country. Five poor little children. Yes, we can. One day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. I don't have to tell you things are bad. Everybody knows things are bad. It's a depression. In this lifetime, you don't have to prove nothing to nobody except yourself. It ain't about how hard you hit. It's about how hard you be. Welcome to Public Access America. Yes, we can. Now on Instagram and SoundCloud. We wanted to run out of that tunnel for my dad. On Twitter. Apple Podcasts, the Stitcher Smart Radio app, Audible, and Spotify. Yes, we can. Public Access America. History in the making. Making history in the making. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P.